happy third week of small group. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that we are three weeks into just what seems like a very highly anticipated small group season. So I just want to say wahoo. And as Steve would say, slam dunk, spike the ball, all that good stuff. You guys are rocking it. You guys are contacting your coaches. You guys are asking for prayer. You are nailing it as small group leaders. And man, man, woo, yes. Anyway, I could celebrate you. I would love to. I know it's super awkward to celebrate just by myself, but I'm having a party of Thanksgiving over here for you guys. So thank you guys so much as you continue to just do an awesome, awesome job in leading, leading so well. So a couple of announcements for you. We have some things, exciting things to come. So stay tuned next week. But we have a really cool opportunity of serving the city of Temecula. So you will hear all about it coming soon. But get ready, get prepared to do some fun stuff with your small group coming up. And then we have so many awesome events happening at church. So we send you the announcements. It's in the bottom of the email. Please make sure you're just going over that and talking with your group. So third week, what does a third week of small group look like? It can look like so many rad things. It could be, we're just going to be fully ready to jump in and be engaged. We've kind of tore down some walls the last two weeks, and now we're ready to jump into the inner side, into split time into prayer time. We've just really made a commitment to one another. So I challenge you, if you have not gone over the commitment form or stated what your expectations are for the group, that you please go ahead and do that. Let them know this is what we expect of you. And this is why. The why is very, very important. The longer I do this, I know that I know the why super well, but people into your group that might be newer or have been in forever have forgotten why we do what we do. So please make sure that you are just really, really communicating vision. Everything that we say is, this is why we do what we do when we do what we do, right? Isn't that awesome? Okay, so the next thing is, we're going to jump into the intersect. And I have to tell you, the message was so awesome this weekend that we could have did 14 intersects based on a couple of the things that Steve said. One of the things that just really kind of got me is that God meets us where we are, and he always leads us somewhere else. And some of us are sitting in a place where we don't want to be and we're waiting to be led somewhere else and in that waiting so big and messy and so I just encourage you in your small group to love those people love people in your group that are waiting really really well and so as we jump into the intersect that first question we try to change it up from week to week because we don't want it to be as someone told me a trash question oh no no I don't do anything for anyone to try So we do it. It's an intentional. It's a real, you could use it as an icebreaker, but it's a great question. What's one way you shared your faith this past week? And don't let them become super Debbie Downer on themselves. of like, oh, I didn't share my faith. Well, you know, were you a light to your kids? Were you a light to your friends? 
you know, sometimes not necessarily doing the gospel evangel cube of sharing your faith is something that happens every week. But if you were kind and you displayed God's love, then you absolutely were sharing your faith. And so just encouraging them in that way. And then if none of that was happening, then maybe that's, you know, a deeper conversation. Question number two, what is something that you've waited for a very long time for and have you received it and are you still waiting? I've got to tell you, as someone who was diagnosed with never going to be able to have a baby, whenever waiting questions would come on, everyone would look at me and I would want to sink into the couch cushions and not tell anybody. And so praise God, my story has been, I'm no longer waiting for that. We have our six-year-old beautiful Abigail. On Tuesday this week, we get to adopt our other daughter, Sophie. And so hallelujah, praise God, right? Super duper awesome, awesome. Praise God. But in that it was, we waited 10 years, you know, and it was really rough. And so if you have someone in your group and you know that they're waiting, don't ask the question and then just stare at them, right? Don't make it awkward. They know what's going on. Be really, really kind. And then the next part of that is just, what did you do in the waiting? Really, truly, did you grumble? Did you complain? Were you kind? Were you gracious? Did you point people to Jesus, even though you didn't feel like Jesus was with you or could hear you? That's really the intention of that question is just kind of to see where people's hearts are. And yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. So just be really loving, be really loving and kind. And that question, okay, guys, as much as you can listen. This is a question where it's like, hey, I'm just going to listen to your answers. And then number three, I want us to be as outward focused as possible. And so as we go through this intersect and it seems like these questions are so introspective, they're so all about you and what's going on. What does what's going on with you affect how you tell other people about Jesus Christ? That's what it's about. The Great Commission, man, go out and tell everyone about Jesus. But are you not going to be able to tell everyone about Jesus because everyone you know thinks you're a giant turkey? Because while you were waiting, you were so mean and you were so jealous and you were so angry and you were so upset or you were so stone cold. What is it? What is it? And how is your behavior? And really, does that affect your witness? And if it does, gosh, Billy, darn it, stop it. Okay. So lovingly being able to say like, what can we do? It's not the end of the story just because you're a tricky right now. How can you change your perspective? What are the things you can do to increase your witness so that more people could come to know Jesus? So anyways, and then just moving on into the questions, the questions are really kind of self-explanatory and we have really great notes and the leader cheat sheet for you guys to look at. And so I don't want to go over that a ton, but I do want to say, the Micah passage. Man, if you want to just read Micah, but I mean, that's a long passage, so we won't ask you to, but just really waiting faithfully on God in the midst of super duper heavy adversity. I think sometimes while we wait on God, we've just got a very cush Southern California life to wait on God in. And so just what it really looks like and just why is that so important to model that? And then finally, the last question, it's a two part reason why we did it. Last week, the article we sent you gave really good questions to get to know your people in your small group. And one of those questions was a legacy question because it really helps to know the heart of people. But also this week, Steve said, man, sometimes it's just not going to be for you. Abraham died with how many descendants? You know, it didn't seem like as many as the stars in the sky. And so sometimes 
it's not going to be about us, but ultimately what's the big picture of your life going to be? And is it going to be so myopic and focused on October 2021? Or do you have a desire to have a legacy of faith passed down for generations and generations? What what do you want it to be? And why is that important? And just really, it's a really personal question. I actually recommend that you do it in split time. And then just as leaders, listening. This week is a real good listening week to get to know people. So I really encourage you guys on that. One tiny last little bit of business. If you signed up for a break-in session and you have not heard from the person you signed up for, please let me know. Let your coaches know ASAP. We want to make sure we get all of that handled as quickly as possible. And wahoo! Yay! Happy third week of small group. As always, we are praying for you. We are lifting you up and we genuinely just love you guys. Thank you so much and have a wonderful, wonderful small group. Bye.